Welcome to the Get It Girl community where, yes, you can have it all. We are redefining confidence in life, business, health, and happiness. If you are motivated, full of drive, a go-getter, and looking for ways to achieve it all without losing yourself to the constant grind, this space is for you. We are teaching you to take control of your life to boost confidence, to feel good inside and out, which then spills into every aspect of your life. You show up better for yourself, your relationships, your career, your passions. We also focus a lot on bucket lists to help ignite that passion and adventure in you when it comes to different seasons in your life, to relationships, travel, food, and so much more. So look in the mirror and say it loud and proud. Yes, you can have it all. Get it, girl. We are changing the conversation around women and success from empowerment to celebration of achievement. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Get It Girl podcast. You know us, your hosts, Cynthia and Ashley. I'm excited about this episode because it's something I have struggled with. Um, The Sunday reset for business-minded moms. I know every time that Sunday comes around, I'm like, all right, we got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do it all over again. <laughs> there was a time when it was called Sunday Fun Day. Now we're talking about Sunday Scaries. <laughs> that is so true. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to bring back some of that lighthearted fun into our Sundays, even though, you know, the responsibilities now are so much more significant and uh, you just take on a lot more. So it's hard to have as much fun as we used to when. We were kid-free and young and careless. <laughs> yes. Well, that's because we were so present back then. Yeah, true. And everything we did. And now we're like, what's tomorrow going to do to me? And can't do that. I know. And so I feel like that's why if you can take your Sunday, and your Sunday could be any free day of the week, by the way, if you have like a different work schedule, just whatever day that you have off that you are free to really try to look at your life as a whole and prepare for the week ahead. It's going to help you. It's going to reduce stress. And while it may seem like a little more work up front to be so scheduled or regimented, it's really the only way to be able to look at every hour of your day and figure out those different pockets of where you need to be more productive, where you can rest and relax, where you have to be, what you have to do that day. So I feel like you really, really need to just have a clear vision going into the week. So Sunday reset, that's what we're talking about. And I feel like the first thing we need to address is time management and time block. I feel like that is huge. And I just touched on that a little bit. What does that mean to you, Cynthia? When you when you're when Sunday rolls around and you're looking ahead to Monday, when you see your calendar, what's your mindset there? For me, it's really important to stay in Sunday because it's very easy to get caught up in Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday when that is not where I'm at. (laughs) I want to honor the day. Part of that is also staying off of my phone as much as possible because everything is is inside. It's on my phone. So the more that I'm on my phone and I don't time block that even just like when I'm going to pick it up, and you can set specific rules on your phone for Sundays as well, which is or any day that you need it. But I set rules because I try to stay off of it. So I don't see my calendar until a certain time in the day when I've done all of the things I've done, all of the rejuvenating, spend time with family, really be present things that I can do. And then I can get into like preparation mode for the week. But I really have to separate those two. Otherwise it gets 
overwhelming. And I spend the entire day thinking about the next day. I do really like that. I feel like I need to work better on that. And I feel like I do really good, like the first half of the day. And then I'm like, okay, we got to, we got to start looking and we got to start moving. We got to start preparing for what's to come. Hopefully if you're listening, you have more than one day so that you can have a little more relaxation on the weekend. For example, do those fun adventures with your family, let go, be present, which is very hard to do in this world of the hustle and bustle and electronics. I think I did talk about this in our New Year's goals episode, but Ryan and I have started to not be on our phone after 9 p.m. so that we can have quality time together. And some days we're really good at it. Sometimes we kind of like let things slide, like, hey, I need to check this or I need to check that. But I feel like just saying that out loud and saying that we care about that as a positive change, it's been so helpful to, again, not just stress so much about the next day and to like be present and enjoy that time with your partner or if you're single, enjoy a bath or something more relaxing. But yeah, I think that is so good. I love that you really do take the time to rest and relax. And then once you look at the calendar and we know Monday's coming, time management, time blocking, how does that look for you, Cynthia? Do you schedule pretty much everything during the week? For the most part, yes. I I mean, I definitely have to uh, because, and what's really interesting about what you said is uh, working with people in different time zones. So we do post our podcast on Sundays and they go live like late into Monday morning, but there is a little work that needs to be done. So knowing your boundaries and your time zone actually helps me figure my day out (laughs) because I know, all right, well, I need to be, I need to be available for a certain percentage of the day, whether that's half hour, an hour. And I need it to be before six because Ashley's done at nine on the East coast. Yep, exactly. And understanding these things, it also gives space so I can allow for you to have your your time and I'm not, you know, interfering there. And then during the week, it's the same thing. Uh, I do most of the people that I work with are on the East Coast. I have a toddler, I'm pregnant. So I have to think about what my morning looks like, how much time I need by myself, how much time do I have before the, you know, my daughter wakes up, how much time do I have before... I start getting calls because yeah. the, you know people are ahead. And then at what point do those stop? So time blocking calls and then time blocking work, like actual like focus time for me is really important. I can't agree more. And you know, work is in- inevitable for a lot of people, and that has to happen. Those work hours, those productive hours. But I also truly believe that part of the Sunday race at is to make sure during the week that you are getting those times for yourself so that you can be mentally and physically healthy, present, happy, and thriving in that time block, find those windows. So for me, for example, personally, I'm training for a bodybuilding competition. I'm currently building muscle. I know I need to hit five workouts during the week. What does that look like? So I schedule all my work, I figure out where I need to be, like you said, to drop off the kids, pick up. If I have help that day, if I don't have help that day, if I can work out first thing in the morning or if I have to work out during lunch break, I would not be able to do that and get this done if I didn't see it clear on my calendar that, oh, there's an hour and 15 minutes. I can make it to the gym and knock out leg day. For me, it's just so crucial to make sure that if you are wanting to prioritize your health, in addition to your busy work life, you have to find those open windows and then you have to take action. You have to commit and say, okay, I'm going to schedule this workout like a work meeting. I'm going to commit and I'm going to show up. 
that's allowing you to give yourself that self-care and self-love during the week, even when it's so busy, you know? So, and same thing goes with meal prep too. If you really want to wanting to prioritize eating healthier meals, it's really hard to just do that on the fly. It's way more productive if you look ahead at a recipe you want to create, figure out when you're going to go shopping for that recipe and then figure out when you're going to prep it. That's a lot of steps. So just deciding to do that on a random day and not knowing when you're going to have time isn't going to work. So scheduling and time management is going to help you not only be productive in your work life, but also when it comes to your personal health goals. And honoring them because when things come up, we tend to want to move the personal things first. And you can't, you can't, because then all of a sudden your personal time becomes this flex time for everybody else. Really honoring that space that you've given yourself is important. Otherwise it doesn't really exist. It's just a time in your calendar. So um, I love that you're, you're thinking about it. Like this is a work meeting, or this is something that is heavily prioritized in the minds of most people. So if I think about it this way, then it gives me the freedom to not let not make it something that's flexible. Like it's a non- Non-negotiable, right? Non-negotiable. Love that. Non-negotiable. That's so true. And I know you understand that like when you do take care of yourself, when you do get your movement in or eat better, you feel better, you feel more confident, which makes you a better person, a better partner, a better business leader. Like it just goes on and on. So as you prepare for your week, make sure whatever fills your cup and makes you feel good, make that a huge part of your day. Because it's so easy to let it pass when you have so much other stuff going on. But at the end of the day, you're going to show up as a better person if you are doing the things that fill your cup. Because you're going to take it on everyone else's anxiety and you have to ask yourself, is the anxiety that I'm feeling mine or is it someone else's? I promise you, most of the time it is someone else's. (laughs) And we don't have time for that over here, okay? We need to (laughs) just focus on our own. Like, our own and our family mental health <laughs> mentally and physically mm-hmm. okay so we talked about time management and time blocking so you can really figure out what your day looks like and where you can fit in productivity fun self-care all the things the next point that we want to talk about is cleaning your space and this is so crucial it seems so simple But it's proven, there's been lots of studies that say when you have a tidy space, it actually increases productivity, it reduces stress and anxiety, and allows you to be more calm and relaxed versus if you're in a space filled with clutter, it's a mess, it's bringing chaos, you're looking at it and cringing, being like, oh gosh, I'm going to get to that. So then it increases procrastination and you just let things pile up and pile up and pile up until you're so overwhelmed and you feel doomed and just like lost. You never want to get to that point. If you can set a time to tidy up daily, and I know that sounds crazy, but even just 10 minutes, this has helped me a lot. Like setting a timer for 10 minutes and cleaning up the kitchen area, the living room where all my kids play, the the playroom that's right off the kitchen and the living room that they've made an additional playroom. I wake up in the morning so refreshed in the fact that, okay, at least I have a good base. Mm-hmm. I've been so good at this that my daughter is, <laughs> we were walking down the street and she was like, mommy, what a mess. And I was like, no, it's the road, honey. Like, <laughs> I actually learned this when uh, my daughter was born and I realized she had all these toys that I never saw. I was really irritated by it. Yeah. Because in a clean, organized space, she would be able to go pick up the toy, hang out with the thing and use it. 
And then I looked around and I was like, there's actually a lot of things that I don't see very often. <laughs> I'm always saying, Ranger, I think it's about time to go through your toys. Let's donate some toys to kids that don't have as many toys or don't get toys, you know? And he, now he starts telling me like, mommy, I think I'm done with this toy. Can we give this to another boy? And I'm just like, oh yes. Like it's instilling in their head that like we, we all do accumulate too much. And where are certain parts of your life that you can declutter? Because I really do feel like it makes a difference when it comes to just feeling refreshed on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Our stuff can weigh, it can weigh us down, even if it's out of sight. Very true. Like really clean it. Don't shove it in the closet. Yeah. Like donate, get rid of, Mm -hmm. say goodbye. It's like the closet thing. Like if you haven't wore a piece of clothing in a year, like why do you still have it? And I'm telling you, I'm the biggest, I, this is bad. I do this. (laughs) I have a lot of clothes that I don't even wear. But yeah, I just think it's important to refresh your space. Definitely keep it tidy as much as you can on a day-to-day basis because the days are so busy that it's hard if you don't say, okay, 10 minutes. As soon as I get the kids down for 10 minutes, I'm going to set the alarm. Just tidy up. You can do that. It's 10 minutes. You know, it's going to go by so quick. And it's better giving your time to that than it is to just sitting on your phone and scrolling. You know what I mean? And then at one point, you can enjoy time like that if you want it. But at least you know that, okay, my space is clean. I don't have to worry about it tomorrow. Because tomorrow is going to bring more things you're thinking about. And then now you're just in a messy space that you don't have time to clean, but you had time yesterday. You ha- we have to or just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. You'll clean this. <laughs> Get your clean on. Get it, girl. <laughs> and the last point that we have is to accept help. And I know this isn't always the best answer for everyone especially if you're a single parent, I know that can be hard, but if you do have a partner that's active, that they can help around, you know, like you can delegate tasks to, it can help alleviate some things on your busy calendar and then can open space for others. Whether it's a partner, whether it's a family member, whether it's a friend from babysitting to taking your kids out to an adventure to saying, Hey, are you, do you want me to cook a meal for you guys this week or drop off food or, you know, just like anything like that, those little things really can make a big difference. And you may be the type of person that always gets offered help, but don't accept it. Start accepting it because that was one thing I learned really early on as, you know, a new mom. I'm only two and a half years into this. So I knew that if I wanted to do the things I wanted to do, like run a business and chase personal goals, that I would have to accept help. And so it's allowed me to thrive within for myself, but also thrive as a parent because I'm getting that time for me, but I'm using that to pour into my family and my kids. And it's just a win-win, honestly. So accept help. I know sometimes it's hard to do, but honestly, it will pay off. If you have people in your life that love you and you love your children, for example, they they want to be there for you. Yes, exactly. And if you look at it as like, this is what I need, this is what I want, and these are the things that I can give to somebody else. Yes. Really look at what those are. That middle category of what do you want goes away really fast. <laughs> so does your mental health if you don't ask for help. Um, so ask for help, accept help, teach your kids to help. They want to. I mean, not always, but sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. So yeah, take advantage when they do because then there's others where they don't want to do anything. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start earning your keep around here. <laughs> 
Oh, well, I'm so glad you guys listened to this episode. We hope that you look at your self-care, self-reset Sunday, however we want to put that, reset Sunday and self-care Sunday as a day to prepare for your week ahead, but also to enjoy your downtime. So we hope you took away some good tools and we can't wait to talk to you guys in the next episode. Yes, absolutely. And as always, if you enjoyed it, please like and subscribe. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Get It Girl podcast. If you're not already, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a new episode. Our number one goal is to connect, inspire, and to build a movement where you never feel alone. See you in the next episode.